Have any of you ever met a king of some country? Neither have I. I don't think I've even been in the same city as a king. And maybe that's why, or one of the reasons why, the second petition of the Lord's Prayer can so easily slip by with little thought. Besides, it's the shortest in English. It's the shortest of the petitions. Thy kingdom come. We aren't really used to praying for kingdoms, are we? We have enough trouble just in our own little world. If you listen to the news, of course, you may be aware that things going on in the kingdoms of this world do affect us. But those are not the kingdoms we pray for in this prayer anyway. Not for some kingdom bounded by a sea on this side and by such and such a river on that side, where within a certain yardage of dirt, someone's rulership is maintained by an army which backs up his word. We're not praying about a king who rules over some people for a while and then dies and leaves the ruling to someone else. We're not praying about earthly governments of flesh and blood which cudgel one another into submission. God is spirit. So when we pray about his kingdom, we are praying about a spiritual kingdom. We're talking, first of all, about a king who speaks a word to the heart of a loving subject and whose word is welcomed and followed on any soil on this planet, in fact, anywhere in the universe. A king whose word the wind and the waves obey. We're talking about a kingdom that is not of this world and yet can be everywhere in the world. This is the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ. But in order to pray from the heart for his kingdom, we must have more than a knowledge of what that kingdom is. We must also desire it. And that's why it really is a miracle that we should ever pray, Thy kingdom come. Our human nature would much rather seek its own rulership. We expend a lot of effort trying to be in control of things that affect our lives. And we can be ruthless tyrants with anyone who might threaten our space. If we could only say the word and have things the way we know they should be, well, we would be kings, wouldn't we? After all, we do have a natural knowledge of right and wrong, and many think that all we lack is the power to make the right things happen. Ah, yes, if only our kingdom would come. Of course, the facts of the case are that even those who have great power and rulership in the world do not have all wisdom, do not always make the right things happen. 
and look at our own track record with the things that are under our control. Have we always made the best use of our time or shown the love of God to those around us by our words and actions? Or have we sometimes loved only those who loved us, served only those who could do something for us in return, worked hard only on those assignments that we viewed as a benefit to ourselves? Yet we think that if we could just speak the word and rule our universe, then all would be well. But we would never be as well off as when God rules among us, when his kingdom comes. We can trust God's kingdom to be right and good, not because of a bunch of campaign promises and not because of anything except what he has done for us already. He sent his own son, not off to college for his own improvement, but to the cross, to bleed and die for the sins of the world. Yes, even the sins of his enemies, including you and me, who were born dead in trespasses and sins. God's enemies. He did all this not to gain some higher position in heaven, but so that we might have forgiveness instead of death, a friend in the eternal palace instead of an enemy. With a king like that, who would not pray for his kingdom? Well, our sinful human nature. Our sinful human nature is put to death in his kingdom and considers that cost too high. By nature, we're afraid that his ruling will take too much from us, maybe friends or good times or easy answers, security, even daily bread. Why, he might even ask us to live for him and talk of him. But the truth is, he does not need a thing. He comes to give us everything. He comes to make us rich. He comes into our hut and makes it the palace of a king. In his kingdom, we cannot possibly lose. We can only win. We have everything we need now and for everlasting life. And the fullness of the kingdom is still coming. You have not seen a banquet until you have seen that one. May God grant us his spirit that we may be filled with the fire of faith through the hearing of this king's word, that we may go forth bearing the precious seed of his kingdom for we shall doubtless come again rejoicing. And so we pray, thy kingdom come. Amen. Hymn 511 stands as 146. Hymn 511 stands as 146. Mm-hmm.